Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to Off in the Asses, a podcast focusing on the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. I'm your host, Stu, and on today's show, some of the best racing on the IMSA grid can be found in the GTD Pro class. Consisting mainly of professional factory drivers in GT3 spec cars, the class produces fantastic racing that will keep you on the edge of your seat right from the drop of the green flag. Here's everything you need to know about the GTD Pro class. GT Daytona Pro, or GTD Pro for short, is one of the two classes in the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship that utilizes GT3 spec cars. GTD Pro is an evolution of the GTLM category that raced in IMSA up until the end of the 2021 season. And the focus of this GTD Pro class is to give some of the best professional GT drivers in the world a place to compete with factory-supported programs. Now, the predecessor to this class, GTLM, was a mainstay in IMSA for many years. Using the now-retired GTE spec cars, it was a fan-favorite class with representation from many manufacturers over the years. Unfortunately, manufacturer participation in the GTLM class started to dwindle towards the end of its life, and it caused IMSA to look for its replacement. That's how they settled on GTD Pro. There's actually a great video from GT Rain that kind of covers the history of GTLM and GTE class, and I'll put a link to that in the description for you. Now, in 2024, we enter our third season in IMSA with the GTD Pro class. And even though it's only been a couple of seasons, I would consider the switch to the GT3 spec machinery a pretty good success as we enter the 2024 season. We're going to see double-digit entries expected in GTD Pro. Now, these GT3 spec cars are the same ones that run in GTD, and they bear heavy resemblance to their road-going counterparts, but are full-on race cars and definitely optimized for performance on track. All the cars that compete are homologated by the FIA. This means that manufacturers, and not the teams themselves, send the car to the FIA. They review it, make sure it meets all the technical requirements, and then it's approved for racing. Since all manufacturers that compete in GT3 spec classes around the world have to complete this, it means that the cars are all pretty close in terms of performance. However, they're still not perfectly equal. As I said, the cars bear a heavy resemblance to their road-going counterparts, so there's always unique things about each car. Perhaps it's the engine placement, some aerodynamic features. All those things add up and creates different handling characteristics for cars, and thus, each of these cars produce their speed in different ways. Therefore, to do the final bit of leveling out of the performance in this class, there's a BOP, or balance of performance, that are applied to these cars. And that BOP is the exact same that is used in the GTD class. This BOP, which can change from track to track, helps to ensure that these cars, performance-wise, are as close to one another as possible. And this is done by adjusting limits on car parameters such as horsepower, weight, engine management, and aerodynamics. Having BOP in this homologation process ensures that one manufacturer doesn't have a large advantage over the others once they hit the track. Now, as a result of this BOP and homologation process, the performance levels of these GTD cars over the years kind of remain about the same. You see, manufacturers and teams are not constantly trying to find these creative innovations that you might see in another series like F1, where they're constantly trying to engineer ways to get them valuable tenths on the track. In turn, this helps to keep costs low. 
as teams and manufacturers don't have to invest all of those resources into it, especially if they're just going to get brought back down to earth with BOP. Today's video is sponsored by P1 Web Development. If you're looking for a custom website for your business, or perhaps you're a team or driver that's looking for a professional way to present yourself to sponsors and fans, then look no further than P1 Web Development. Their team is passionate about racing, and in fact, I actually met the owner at Watkins Glen last summer. And they want to help drivers and teams attract more sponsors and fans through a unique custom website. So when you're looking for someone to help you build or transform your website into something that sponsors and fans will actually want to visit, then look no further than P1 Web Development. Huge thank you to P1 Web Development for supporting the show. You can check out their entire portfolio of websites and see if they're a good fit for you by visiting p1webdevelopment.com slash the S's. Link to that is also in the description. For the average fan, the GTD Pro class features some of the most recognizable cars out on the track, of course due to the similarities that they bear to their road-going cars. And while these GT3 spec cars are technically the slowest on the IMSA grid, the GTD Pro class is usually faster than the GTD cars, largely because the GTD Pro class does feature all professional driver lineups in them. However, you will see from time to time GTD cars ahead of their pro counterparts, especially if they have their professional driver in the car. These GTD Pro entries also feature traction control and ABS, and the class features an unrestricted driver lineup, which means you'll frequently see lineups full of platinum and gold rated drivers. And the drivers that compete in this class are often factory sponsored drivers and the best of the best in the world. You can identify a GTD Pro on track by the illuminated red number box on the side of the car and GTD Pro cars as well as some other classes such as GTD especially will have lights elsewhere on the car to make it easier for driver spotters and for fans to identify their favorite cars. For the season opening Rolex 24, we have a total of 13 cars on the entry list, including one BMW M4 GT3, one Ferrari 296 GT3, one Lamborghini Huracan GT3 Evo 2, one Lexus RCF GT3, one McLaren 720S GT3 Evo, one Mercedes AMG GT3 Evo, and two Type 992 Porsche 911 GT3Rs. However, it doesn't stop there though. There are also also a number of brand new cars coming to this class for 2024. We'll see one Aston Martin Vantage GT3 Evo, two Chevrolet Corvette Z06 GT3Rs, and two Ford Mustang GT3s. A pretty impressive list of manufacturers, I must say, and one of the things that makes these GT3 spec cars so unique is they can be run almost anywhere in the world. This in turn has helped them explode in popularity and why we're seeing so many different manufacturers dip their toes into this class. And you'll also see many of the drivers that are competing in the GTD Pro class taking on some of the biggest endurance races in the world, such as the Spa 24 Hours, the Nürburgring 24 Hours, and the Bathurst 12 Hours, just to name a few. There's also other series that these cars can compete in, such as the GT World Challenge, or new for the 2024 season in the WEC, they're adding an LMGT3 class, which yes, means that GT3 cars will be present for this year's 24 Hours of Le Mans. Brand new cars, factory drivers throughout, and just overall really good racing makes the GTD Pro class certainly one that you want to keep an eye out for when they're on track. 
That's going to wrap this one up, though. Before you go, make sure that you are subscribed on your favorite podcasting app so you never miss a new episode. You can also follow along with the show on X or on YouTube. Just search for Off in the S's. Big shout out to all the Patreon supporters. If you too want to support the show, then you can head to patreon.com slash off in the S's. Once again, though, thanks for tuning in. I hope everyone has a great race weekend. It doesn't go off in the S's.